1: can we just
2: talk, can't we just talk, talk about where we're Before we get lost, let me our thoughts, can't get where we go without no
0: State and my out of state people for listening, y'all. I know you ain't have to do it, but you did it anyway. Well, we're gonna continue on this with this Africa thing and see what Africa going through and all this other stuff. Now I'm gonna put y'all on this scene right here, since some of y'all don't see the scene, but you can hear the scene. Okay, President Rudolph. I guess he's the president. White lady and the white man from um, France, and they're having a conversation. Now, we're gonna analyze how these African presidents be talking and how they be talking in codes. That's why me, they like to um, sugar, sugar, sugar feet, sugar foot around instead of just going shooting from the hip. See, they play a lot of wordplay like the Caucasian man. So we're going to check him out and see how much wordplay he paid or he's just shooting from the hip. See what type of heart
3: he got. Let's analyze. To call us to this meeting, I'm told it was how dare you conference. But in any case, we're here. Let me just speak to this in two ways. Number one, um, I have had my sister Kristalina and um, Bangra and we have excellent relations with the World Bank and IMF from Kenya and these people have been incredibly of assistance and we sincerely appreciate it. But I am also aware that both Kristalina and uh, Bangra have a job to do and they have people they report to called shareholders and they don't have the final word. The final word rests with somebody else. And that is why we are almost all of us speaking the same language. Because we seem to be on the same corner. There are people who are not sitting here, yet they call the shots. Now, we have a situation. And let me speak from the perspective of Kenya, our continent in Africa, and the global south. We need emergency liquidity. We need debt relief. We need urgently
0: new money. With urgency, with skill. That's- see, see. right now, I'm checking him out, y'all. He big to me. We need this, but we already got this in Africa. Once we get these enemies out there, then you can do your business. So, right now, he's sounding really shaky to me. But let's go on it seems like he's
3: begging let's our situation how are we going to get that in the current situation um, listening to Guterres this morning we get development resources eight times more expensively than others we get we have inadequate resources And it takes forever to access it. So how do we, you know, find, how do we make meaning of this summit that my brother Emmanuel has put together? Our position is that if you want to get debt relief, emergency liquidity, and new money together, let us live here, having agreed on one thing: that, like uh, Guterres has said, let's look for half a uh, 500 billion new money. But if we are going to distribute it the way we did SDR we will end up with nothing. SDR, we ended up with $33 billion in our continent of 1.2 billion people. Europe with 450 million people ended up with five times what we got. You heard it this morning, not from me, from the UN uh, Secretary General that we got 13 times less as Africans as compared to Europeans because the whole architecture, and by the way it was fair by the architecture, the current architecture of the financial system, but it is grossly unfair when you are looking at fairness so, what are we saying? Our position good people is we do the following let us agree that the money we are supposed to pay for the next ten years as repayment of debt. See,
0: you already know I'm already ain't feeling him. See, that's why I tell y'all, brothers, about some of these African leaders, y'all. These, he, these, he, he is a, a Reverend Al Sharp you know, a whole lot of bar, but no bite. You know, he's sitting up here, sugar talking about we owe thee. We don't owe you a damn thing, y'all. See, the, the, the main thing that he should have came out and said, we don't owe y'all nothing. Whatever y'all think we owed y'all or did, it, the debt is done with. Y'all came over here and stole everything in our country. How are you gonna steal shit and then go, when you leave, talking about you owe me this? See, this is the mindset family that Africa, uh, African people, uh, they, leaders, they allow their leaders to sit up here and, and play these little mindset games because they don't know how to lead. But my thing is, it was me. I already say, you know, your game is already a flam flam. Y'all already getting more money than us and, and y'all getting triple, 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 triple. And it's more of us than y'all. And you already been getting this money for what? Why are you getting this money for one thing? Because we don't owe you nothing. Y'all didn't do nothing for us. Y'all came over here and destroyed and killed all our people. So when you got other people doing all this stuff for y'all and y'all the mouth people, but now we ain't doing it no more. When we, we cutting all ties with y'all. We If, if y'all want to do business with us, catch us on the back burner when we building up Africa we done with you, we washing your hands with you, if we, your crooked ways are your crooked ways and we're not doing it anymore and if you feel a certain type of way about that, I'm sorry but right is right and truth is true and what y'all been doing is, is sport in Africa all these years and y'all already ante up y'all already paid up whatever y'all thought y'all owed, we, owed, we already paid up dead is done period See, he's sugarcoating all his damn words. Y'all hear how he's sugarcoating them? Scared to say what he had to say. Trying to figure out the words that he trying to say so he can be sweet. These are these African leaders be talking, y'all. I be checking them out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say all of them. I see some of them um, strong. And I see that pit bull in them. But this dude right here, he's softer than cushion. Let's analyze.
3: Let us convert it into a new loan that is 50-year loan with 20-year grace period, so that you don't have a problem with your triple A rating. You can continue to have the AAA rating, but you don't have a problem with your shareholders because you haven't given away any money. You've just changed the structure, and we get both liquidity. We get it urgently, and we can develop our countries. Okay. From everybody who listens to
0: this dude right here, y'all need to get get him out of y'all leadership. Well, like I say again, this dude right here is a handkerchief Negro, and these Negroes like this. It's the Reverend Jackson, Al Sharpton, and all these these other political leaders saying these smooth words, but the shit don't mean nothing at the end, because he's begging, man. When is Africa going to stop begging? You know what I'm saying? Why ain't they going to start putting people up there that are going to be about bidding? The Bible says the season and the time, and it ain't no season and the time to be talking like him
3: soft as cotton candy let's end for example we pay 10 billion dollars every year to service our debts if I had 10 billion dollars every year for development in Kenya instead of paying debt it would make a huge difference that's always we're asking we're saying Let's have something that is practical so that we live here. That next year, I don't have to pay $10
0: billion to pay debt. See, they paying debt, $10 billion. That's why I said the mindset of they paying debt for what? What did the Caucasian man do to Africa to make him continue paying $10 billion? See, these people who who, who in Kenya and these leaders right there, y'all need to get rid of them. You know, you know, my mindset is, I don't owe you nothing, bro. The debt is done, and whatever's going to have to happen, it happens. Because us as Africans, we bring Africa to one nation, and we're going to deal with, We gonna, and if you got to deal with me, you got to deal with the whole African continent, period. See, they ain't got no heart like that, and Africa's not built like that. That's why I say, you know, they don't have any personality. They sit up here and talk, about, they talk all that stuff like the white man portrayed them on TV. Monkeys and clowns. I mean, that's what they sound like, man, to me. I'm not going to say all of them, but people that sound like him. You know, the earth is given to the wicked, right? And also, the wicked come in all shapes and forms. And they say smooth words to make things appease to them so that they can appease the people that's talking. To me, these white folks done set him up to try to keep them in the loop because they were trying to stay in Africa and he want them to still keep it, continue um, 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 being a punk for him. He Africa is pimping this dude out, y'all. And I mean, America and, and, and Britain is pimping this dude out. This dude is a hoe. Because if you if, if some country coming up here taking money that they don't even deserve or they didn't earn. And then you continue talking about th- and then they messing up your economy. The money that you're supposed to be coming to building, you're you giving it to the other people. And your people up here starving and, and all this. What's the mindset of that? I don't even see. I I don't even see it. All I can see is they got foolish people in Africa doing foolish stuff because they don't have no wisdom and they don't have no understanding and they don't have a, 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 a gate in front of them, meaning wise and wisdom men to handle these business and these thoughts. Elders. See, when the Caucasian man came, he tore the gates away from us. So we didn't have our, our, our wise man sitting up here making these wise decisions and all these other things that make rational sense out of things. Now, since our gates are tore down, we get clowns like this.
3: Let's analyze. It will have been rescheduled. I will date 20 years from now. And I will have 30 years to pay pay that money. I will make that money available for roads, for health, for water, for education. It will make a hell lot of difference. We will have done something with this conference. We can discuss governance. We can discuss reform. We can discuss transformation of our multilateral development institutions. That will take time. We are talking about the debts that we already have. They have already been assessed. They have all the things, all the rigmaroles have gone through. That's why we we already owe. So we are saying, let us take either 10, 15, 20-year debt that we would have paid for the next 20 years. Let's have that money to grow our economies. It will make a whole difference. That's
4: Maybe you need to be looking around in Europe you are violating people's rights. When we have this problem of people being bundled and sent back to sink in the Mediterranean and so on, and so many people being mistreated in Mm -hmm. your own countries, why don't you talk about your human rights and stop just offloading everything? Well, this is a development conversation, so in the context of development. You are not the one to determine what conversation or what points to raise in any conversation. We are asking. See, this is what, the Caucasian
0: man and the Caucasian woman be doing. This is the crafty counsel they do. You know, when you throw the mirror back in their face, then they wanna they don't wanna talk about it. They wanna talk about shit that make to make you look stupid and all crazy and and for their own agenda. So when you throw stuff back in their face, this is what you get from the Caucasian woman and the Caucasian man. See, that's what I'm saying. Crafty counseling. Let's analyze.
4: This is what I'm saying. You are asking questions and you are giving yourself answers. You really need to stop this uh, superiority complex nonsense about human rights. You, you think you are the only ones who respect human rights, or others it's about violating human rights. No. We've fought for human rights and freedoms of our people much better and more than anyone, including you people who keep talking about this nonsense. Where we have taken our country from and where it is now speaks for itself. The rest of the stories just comes from this complex. You know, the, 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 these two worlds where there are people who know anything, everything about human rights and all kinds of things and another world where people are just...
0: See, what the conversation is, y'all, the Caucasian woman, the Caucasian man is sitting around them and they want to talk about human rights. And my thing is, how can the Caucasian man and the Caucasian woman speak about human rights or even have any narratives about human rights? This is the crafty council that they be doing, trying to project all these things out here and they don't even have no clue, no idea, no empathy about human rights. You know what I'm saying? They want to put their narratives on what human rights should be. So if they put their narrative on well, how human rights shall be, look at the earth now. You got people in America starving, they ain't got nothing hungry, and they going out here killing people and, and throwing them, messing up their lives and, and all this thieving and then robbing and killing. And their forefathers came up here and slaughtered my, my forefathers, and Britain as well, and France as well. And then they want to talk about the human rights. This is the crafty counseling that the most i been telling y'all about, about these people. And y'all tell me, they're always talking about, okay, if Hitler came out here and started talking about human rights, would that be a backwash? Hitler talking about human rights. We should start, I'm going to fight off, I'm going for human rights. And y'all look at Hitler like he crazy. Now the white man, now you should look at the white man just like Hitler when he's talking about human rights. You should look at the white woman when she's talking about human rights like Hitler. Come on, let's analyze. People who don't know,
4: but these are our human rights. It's not true. When we respect the things we respect in our countries. It's not for you it's not for anybody else, it's for ourselves
5: is it not so you don't sit
4: there you don't, yes it is universal but you don't sit there if it is universal and you believe it mm. then you don't become the judge yourself you don't start telling the others what to do what they should not do or that they are, what they are doing is not to your satisfaction
2: who are you well i'm not who sure you? if we're talking about me personally
4: well, you are the one actually raising these questions. So I think you better interpret it properly so that it is well understood. Okay. I could see you are asking the questions in a manner that you want to influence the ones listening to us, but that's not correct. Okay. It's, I'm raising it once again in the
1: context of the United Nations Development Goals. No, United Nations is,
4: is us. You see, United Nations is not something alien somewhere else. Yeah. It's actually us. We and the framework for this
1: entire development. And
4: by the way, I had been leading the Millennium Development Goals before Sustainable Development Goals. Mm-hmm. I was the co-chair of that, with other leaders and some of the leaders in Europe. Mm-hmm. So you, you you don't turn around. It's like you want. So you believe
2: that there should be scrutiny on human rights in Europe, in Africa. No, in I all believe countries.
4: that you shouldn't be there belittling. Africans or leaders of Africa who are trying to... Oh no, but the conversation
1: about migration is a real conversation about human rights. So you believe that there are valid human rights concerns to be taken into account in this conversation?
4: Even in Europe, not in Africa. Not in Africa. In Europe, Europe, not only in
2: Africa. Of
4: course. Yes.
2: Well, thank you both very much. Unfortunately, that is all we have time for.
0: Now, this is this dude, uh, President Rito. This is the same guy. I said it's soft it's toilet paper. Now we're gonna analyze some more stuff and see is this dude soft as toilet paper and how how he talking. I haven't listened to it, fam. We're gonna listen to it together. And I'ma stop if I had to stop and analyze it. But we're gonna listen to it together because we're gonna break these codes down for these handkerchief niggas that over there in Africa. Let's analyze. <laughs>
3: Where is your army? I, I think we should not disturb Musa. <laughs> M- Musa. I, I perfectly is, understand. He's your friend. No, 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 no. Don't <laughs> he's, 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 uh He perfectly understands we have the wrong architecture in the management of the Africa Union. Yes. Yeah? I'm glad you said that. Yeah, okay, not me. Yeah. Musa Faki, who is the chair of our Africa Union Commission, can do very little because we have retained all the powers as heads of state right and yet you cannot run one country and run the continent of africa right? we seriously need an interrogation of the management of the africa union today we cannot even support somalia we are, de- we are waiting for eu to give us 85 million dollars. 85 million dollars. You know, we we cannot fund it. See, now you beg it
0: again. See, when you get we see you don't know when the Caucasian man give you money, then you owe him something So he's he said, they waiting on the EU to do get him money. You know what I'm saying? To do this. So you're not being your own man. You you working for charity and you and you working, you, you begging for a, another nation to help you out instead of being a man and standing on your tent. you yo. <laughs> You know how somebody got a billion-dollar business and they don't know how to run it that's how these that's how these leaders and these African people be thinking you know what I'm saying they, they, they mindset ain't even on the right thing they still don't even know the crafty counsel of what he do now why are you waiting for a man to give you money so you can do the progress of what you need in new country and they are the people that's taking the money away from you so that and hindering you, from building up your nation, that don't make no sense to me. You got you you. So history tells us this that all the European went across went was at the table, and they went together and and, and divided up how which which how, what part of Africa they gonna get. They had to do it so they won't be fighting against each other. You know what I'm saying? So they divided it up to Africa to see who what they you know to get the land and the resources right so now if you know this and because France is still doing is getting billions and billions of dollars out of them and, and they can't build them up now he begging UE, you go give me some money see this is what the Africans don't know that the black man and the black woman in America know the crafted council of the Caucasian man The Caucasian man is not going to do anything unless it's going to benefit him. The Caucasian man don't even remorse about what their forefathers did to our forefathers in slavery. You know, they, 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 they stole people from another land to bring them to another land and don't have no remorse. They... They they sat up here and messed up another country, trying to tell them to stop selling stuff from China, and they lost all their money and everything. Then America said, "I ain't had nothing to do with it. That was on y'all. Y'all made that decision." Why y'all keep handling? See, this is this is the mindset that that y'all 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 out the gate, man. Y'all don't know no better. Y'all in some kind of special ed mentality right now. You get around a lot of Caucasian people and a lot of important black people and then you start talking this white talk. This Caucasian handkerchief Negro talk. This is what this is. And y'all sit up here and applaud these dudes and y'all don't even know, y'all don't even get it. The earth is given to the hands of the wicked. So if the earth is given to the hands of the wicked, you think the wicked going to sit up here and let everything be in progress without it just like that? He going to continue putting this wicked down there to make it fall. Because if the wicked, wicked want to continue being wicked and ruling this world and being wicked, they got to keep on putting these wicked seeds out here. Now it's time to unplant this um, uh, this wickedness. And one thing y'all need to do is unplant this dude. He, got, he, might, he, he don't need to be in no president leader. He could be an advisor or something else. But his leadership and being strong and stern and, and firm and stop making excuses and stop begging, this is what he doing. He begging. The richest continent in the whole world. They got all. They got the. They got China in there digging. All the white man up in there digging. You know what I'm saying? The Asian and Arab man up in there digging. And they ain't digging for nothing. All they digging is for big welfare. Why? My thing is. If I know somebody ain't gonna do right with me, I, I know somebody ain't gonna be loyal to me and, and, and make it so bad, you go out here begging. This is what the mindset of the, 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 the African man, African leaders does. Most of I ain't gonna say all of them. And when I'm talking, I'm not talking about all of them. This is what the African leaders do. They, they go out here and suck the Caucasian man toe, right? And the Caucasian man don't even look like him. And then they go out here and and um disown their brother that looked like him. That Willie Lynch, that fake Jesus, whoo, did a boozy on him. See, y'all fail to realize Africa. The black, the, 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 the people that came over here on cargo slave ship, they're more wiser than what you think they are. Because we already seen it, we've been here. Y'all still dealing with something and want something to be grown with somebody to help you do what you need to do, but y'all don't have the inner ability, the self-will to come with inside the nation and then be, and, and work this shit out and then come out and make something beautiful out of it. That's why they, they put leaders in here like this. That's why this dude's still sitting up here in leadership. Y'all got, y'all got a whole lot to do over there. Y'all got a whole lot to do over there. If dude's sounding like this when he sounding like right now begging, y'all got a whole lot of work to do. Let's analyze. As EU, it is stupid. I
3: mean, my brother, it is but, madness. My, so, yeah. so I'm telling you. me 54 countries, 60 years after independence, they cannot manage it. 85 million to sort out Somalia, which has no government. Okay.
6: Let, let me, let I, me. I, I just want to ask him, i sorry. I want to ask you a question. He's my brother, but we, 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 we need to talk frankly. How many African countries did not pay the dues <laughs> this year? Please tell us, don't name, but tell us how many. How many countries do not pay their contribution the contribution huh? this year? Majority pay. This is the answer of diplomats.
3: <laughs> Let yeah, us not put Musa in trouble.
6: No, no, so? no, but these are facts. It's not, it's not, I mean, I'm not naming countries. I'm saying, you see
0: now. You hear? Now, he said, don't put, see, this man sitting up here talking real, trying to talk fact. And then he said, don't put this dude in trouble. Why? This is what I'm saying, y'all. They got all these leaders and all these people that claim they are important. And the common man, y'all need to step up. Y'all need to get these clowns out of here. Now, this dude supposed to be, this dude asked this dude. He's supposed to be a world leader. To, to to ask that question, how many people did what in Africa, and and and, and then what did the dude say? Fearful, ain't got no heart, and these the people that y'all put in leadership, man, y'all, I we need to come to, hey hey hey, black man black black man black man, I'm talking about in America, we need to come down there in Africa and start handling business. cause them brothers right there soft as Kool-Aid, they sweeter than Kool-Aid, soft as cotton candy. Ain't got no wisdom and no personality. Where the line in them? Boy,
6: I tell you the truth. Let's analyze. African countries do not respect their own union. If you don't respect your own union, nobody respects you. Full stop. My brother, Musa. See that? The African union, because it's, it ain't nothing but crooks.
0: The African Union probably, however they built up, it had had some kind of hand in the Caucasian man. You know what I'm saying? So, everybody, why I got to be a union? African Union. It's not no African. The continent of Africa, the African people. You see, this is why I'm saying when y'all putting these old clowns up here trying trying to be like America, man. They don't have no personality. They America knocked all their theories in the way they used to live out the door. Now, because America convinced them they were savages and that the white man knew everything and the white man could teach him everything because the white man was God and they're going to teach you how to live. Which the white man had been taught how to do... The white man had to be taught how to take a bath, how to eat, cook their food, how to bury their dead, how to be civil. They had to be taught that. So how they gonna go out here and tell somebody how they had to be taught and they get the, who they taught who taught them that was the people they trying to teach them that they don't know what they talking about. See, this is why I'm saying, fam, and Africa and all this. Y'all need to get them leaders out of there, man. The ones that fickle hearted. The ones that ain't about trying to resolve this stuff. Because how, how long you gonna keep this thorn in your side, man? How long you gonna keep this thorn on your feet? How long you gonna keep this thorn in your heart? How long is how long?
1: We just talk, can't we just talk, talk about where we come before we get lost, can't
2: get go with our home. Sad, no scientist will debate RFK Jr., so he must be right. Uh, and your, the title of your post is, uh, Should We Debate the Undebatable? What do you mean by that? By that, I mean, is it's not scientifically debatable. You know, whether
7: vaccines, for example, cause autism has now been well studied. Whether thimerosal at the level containing vaccines was harmful has now been well studied. That's the area where the debate occurs. I mean, if he, if he believes that, um, that he's right, then prove it. Prove it in a scientific venue. We can't. And so he's just trying to have it as an argument between a lawyer and a scientist. I do think, though, that you can have you can debate the undebatable, depending on the debaters. So if you look, for example, there was a debate between Ken Ham, who was a creationist and the CEO of something called Answers in Genesis, and and Bill Nye. The science guy. This was years ago at the Creation Museum in Kentucky. Listen, it's on YouTube, and and what you hear is a very respectful discussion between two people, each of whom believes what they're saying is true, and it was respectfully done. And and what, what Ken Ham put forward his notion, which is everything that is written in the Bible is immutable and unchallengeable, and Ken Ham just went through a series of, I'm sorry, and Bill Nye went through a series of, of, of facts showing why you know Noah's Ark couldn't have happened, or why the Great Flood couldn't have happened, or why the Earth is not successful, years old it's 4.5 billion years old and goes through a lot of that evidence but it's in a respectful way i just don't see rfk jr as that person i I think he's he's constantly putting other people down he's constantly saying everybody else is in the pocket of industry and it just it's mean-spirited and off-putting and it makes i just think five minutes into a debate like that people
2: are just going to remember the fight not the facts and nothing's accomplished i think this is a problem paul that's going to continue because we're just moving to the next elections and his rhetoric will increase. So, you know, if any scientists are listening or public health people respond in any way that we can, otherwise we will be drowned out.
7: I agree. I, I can't believe that his if he's really serious about running for president, I can't believe that an anti-vaccine platform is something that his handlers believe is a good idea. I, I have to believe that that rhetoric will decline over time, but I'm an optimist. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles season ticket holder, so <laughs> probably
2: shouldn't go by me. I, I agree. I, I don't see how being anti-vax is, is a platform, but uh, what do I know? I, when it comes to politics, I'm out of my lane, Paul, so I don't know anything. I, I just know a little bit of science, So, but I do think that we'll have to respond as long as this goes on. If he's on um, Lex Friedman, we're going to have to respond.
8: Sunday, July 23rd, ESPN analyst Shaka Hislop collapses live on air. Monday. July 24th, Tori Kelly rushed to hospital after collapsing at L.A. restaurant and losing consciousness. Singer remains in ICU as she's treated for life-threatening blood clots in legs and lungs. Tuesday, July 25th, Bronnie James suffers cardiac arrest during USC workout. All completely unrelated. This is normal. The new normal. Question everything. And God bless. He's on the, He's on the naughty set from PSG. He's not gone on the tour
3: of Japan. Shut, shut.
5: Need some help.
9: To the women, I want you to listen to me very carefully. If you meet a man that has never checked you about the way you talk. If you mean a man that's never checked you about how you wear your hair, what you wear out in public, how you carry yourself as a woman mm-hmm. when you're out, that man doesn't have the wisdom to lead you. Yes. See, some men lead with money, but ladies, you have to be taught discipline. Yes. And self-respect. Yes. To always better yourself as life continues to grow. Oh, yeah. I met a beautiful woman named Diane in New York years ago. And I told Diane we was on the phone talking. I said, Diane, you gotta stop cursing. Puerto Rican girl, finding a motherfucker, blah. Ah oh, TK, fuck that. This is who I am. Blah blah blah. I cut her off. Oh, six months later, she calls me. TK, so you was talk about so this beautiful girl walking in the nail salon. Use profanity. What I'm trying to tell women is that when you're beautiful and you use profanity, you devalue beauty. Put down a few notches. Listen to what I'm. And if you don't, if you get mad at what I just said, this is over your head. This is grown folks talking. Obviously, the motherfuckers y'all fucked with in your life then put you up on gain on how to move through this life. When you're a woman, always sound like a lady. I'm not saying don't ever curse. What I'm saying is curse when you're mad So motherfucker know you're mad (laughs) There will come a time When black people wake up
10: And become Intellectually independent enough To think for themselves As other humans Are intellectually independent enough To think for themselves Then the black man will think Like a black man and he will feel for other black people. And this new thinking and feeling will cause black people to stick together. And then at that point, you'll have a situation where when you attack one black man, you are attacking all black men. And this type of black thinking will cause all black people to stick together. And this type of thinking also will bring an end to the brutality inflicted upon black people by white people. And it is the only thing that will bring an end to it. No federal court, state court, or city court will bring an end to it. It's something that the black man has to bring an end to himself. Hispanic women,
8: you hate them so deeply that you would rather give your money and your allegiance to someone who looks nothing like your mother Nothing like your family. First Kings chapter 11 verse 1. Solomon did what?
11: But King Solomon loved many strange
8: women. King Solomon loved many strange women. Strange women. Meaning what? Not a homegirl. Not a woman who's like your mother. Like your aunts. Like your sister. Strange. A whole different thing. They used to call it jungle fever. because, Because your attraction to her is the fact that she is nothing like the women on your block. Nothing like the women in your village. Nothing like the women in your body or on your reservation. She's completely different. And that's where the attraction lies in her unfamiliarity, her strangeness. Well, Solomon did that. He had that same feeling you feel when you see white women. Down in Jamaica, the Benjamites are bleaching their skin to be attractive. This man is is the chosen man of God. He's a son of God, this brother up here on this book. But when he looks in the mirror, he thinks he's ugly and unattractive. So he has to fix himself, right? Make himself look handsome. Make himself fair skin. You heard that one before, right? Fair skin. Alexa, what does it mean to look fair?
4: From answersdrive.com. The definition of fair is similar to something that is light in color, attractive, honest, or clear, and sunny.
8: Stop, Alexa something that is light in color, attractive. So when you say, when people say, oh, she's fair-skinned, though. "My son is fair-skinned, meaning to look like an oppressor makes you attractive. It's a sad thing because you're making yourself look like an oppressor to be more attractive to your own people. It's not like you're getting a white face to go marry a white man, no. You're getting a white face so that black men will like you so that black men, you're getting blonde hair and blue eyes so that Kanye West will like you. Because Kanye West doesn't want a woman that looks like his mother that he claimed to love so much. He claims to honor and all of his music. But when it comes time to have sex, he has sex with a strange woman. When it comes time to give someone $10 million a month in child support, he gives that to a strange woman. So some sister can struggle and go penniless. Without having a man Solomon did the same thing uh, of course I know that's what you would like to do because you hate black women and hate Hispanic women you hate them so deeply that you would rather give your money and your allegiance to someone who looks nothing like your mother nothing like your family you have no gravitas no dignity you don't have any self-respect to touch that oppressor what would your grandfather think what would your grandmother think? What would Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob think of your choice in woman?
0: A lot of people don't know the original design for the Statue of Liberty was a black female. As a matter of fact, in a museum in New York, you can see the original design of the Statue of
8: Liberty, which is a black woman. When the French artist created the Statue of Liberty, it was supposed to But Solomon was um, having sex with whores because there were women outside of his race. And the entire nation was doing it at this time, just like we're doing it today. Continue. Mm-hmm. And they called the people unto the sacrifices of their gods. And the people did eat. What were they doing? See, when you're having sex with a Chinese woman, before you know it, you're in the Kung Fu. And Tai Chi, which is a good way to get your ass warped. Tai Chi. A good way to And then you wake up in the hospital. That's just a good way to get beat to death. Uh, Kung fu is a good way to and wake up in the hospital. Good way to. Forty-five stitches. But of course you're doing that because you want to be like your wife. And oh, forget about them white girls. You marry her. Oh marry her you're a billionaire now and you think that you are so important because you have that white woman you think you're amazing with her don't you well when you marry her not only do you whore yourself and not only is she a whore but you also will take on the customs of her people which is what the israelites were doing at that time continue come, come.
5: and down. Their
8: gods. And bow down to their gods, which is what you have to do in Buddhism and in that kung fu nonsense, and that karate nonsense. You bow down to Buddha, bow down to the American flag, bow down to capitalism and democracy. You bow down to their gods. Continue. <laughs> Baal Pior, which is like, which is the Lord. You know, like the ultimate God, which was the ultimate God back then, much like um, the God of our oppressor is today—Caesar Borgia, or what you would call the white Jesus, or our oppressor's concept of the Father God. That was Baal in that day. He was a weather god, and you prayed to him if you wanted your crops to grow by getting a lot of rain and a lot of sun. And everyone prayed to Baal. The anger of the Lord. See, the most High God was angry about that. What would your father think? He was angry. He was angry to see what you've done with yourself. See how your choice in a mate has nothing to do with him. What evil child chooses a mate and doesn't ask their father? Is that what you would want your daughter to do? Just walk in the house with some white boy? I guess you'll force yourself to like it because, you know, you're trying to be a Democrat. You know, you're trying to be liberal. So you gotta. You can't judge him by his skin color. You're not insult. You wouldn't be insulted if your daughter came home with someone who was the direct opposite of you. Don't you know she's making a statement by doing that? She's trying to tell you she hates you. She doesn't honor you. She wants nothing to do with you. She listened to her mother and she went out to find someone who's not a n-word a dirty N-word because you can't trust N-words and you should never be around N-words. He's a good oppressor. He'll never leave her because white people never get divorced. They never break up. All of their marriages stay together.
11: America is scared right now. Britain is scared right now because they see guineas under independent leadership they see Mali under independent leadership they see Burkina Faso under independent leadership they see Niger under independent leadership they afraid they scared they think y'all gonna end up infecting Chad with revolutionary African power where my Chaddy and Africans at where my Chaddy and Africans at they think you're gonna end up infecting congo with your revolutionary spirit they're afraid you're going to end up infecting the democratic republic of congo with your revolutionary spirit they're afraid you're going to infect gabon with your revolutionary african spirit turn this into a united states of africa and then i want you to have a conference of all African leaders who want to be part of the United States of Africa African Union is over it's time for the United States of Africa I said the ancestors have spoken the ancestors have spoken, and the ancestors have said that the African Union is over. It's time for a United States of Africa. I'm calling on the president of Guinea, the president of Burkina Faso, the president of Niger, and the president of Mali to be the first four countries to sign on to a United America.
8: wrong with your country? Well, we don't even start by saying... The king of Belgium created a slave colony for 30 years. The government of Belgium ran the slave colony for another 40 years. The CIA assassinated your first popular leader, Mr. Lumumba, and then installed another dictatorship for the next 30 years. And then Glencore and others now suck out your cobalt without giving you tax income. We don't reflect on that. We say, what's wrong with you? Why don't you govern properly?
6: You must know that conflict is a multi-billion dollar industry. In Eastern Congo, there are estimates which now tell us that there could be over 120 organized armed groups. And when they are organized in that way, they are involved in illicit mining. They are involved in activities which interest gun runners there is no factory for making guns in the congo there is no factory for making bullets in the congo so there are people from different parts of the world who want that situation because in a war situation you need medicine you need food you need water so the truth is there are many hidden hands which are involved in perpetuating this conflict situation. Even the UN itself finds itself helpless in the face of this situation. How is it that conflicts cannot end in Libya? How is it that conflicts cannot end in Syria? How is it that conflicts cannot end in the Democratic Republic of Congo? How is it that we have conflicts in the Sahelian region? They are hidden hands, sometimes manipulating and working with local hands. So it is true, there is interference. Because Africa sometimes is a political chessboard and a theater for domination by other world powers.
7: The CEO of was Pfizer is talking about a pill that you would have to take that sends off a signal to show that you've taken it. And he says, Imagine the compliance. It is uh, basically biological
10: chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, uh, compliance. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is
7: uh, fascinating what happens in in uh, this field once it's been applied before they can apply it to other things and if they can mandate that everybody takes a a medication they have
2: for health and safety especially
7: if you have an application now if you have an application this World Health Organization digital passport it sends a signal to your passport and if you don't you you're not going anywhere and they just say it's for
5: the organization of African Union Union created on May 25th 1963 in Addis Ababa Ethiopia was part of an effort To circumvent efforts by Kwame Nkrumah to build a single union of African states. And instead, we come up with an organization of African Union that codified the colonial borders that were created by, by Europe in 1884 and 85. We have to be able to break out of this, but it's going to take revolution in order to do this. African revolution in order to do this. African revolution that will destroy imperialism and the world economy that's responsible for the growing immiseration of the masses of people around the world. Uhuru.
2: So I'm gonna
7: tell you what I just found out about lab-grown meat, and I can assure you, you are going to be disgusted. The source of this meat, they need fast-growing cells, replicating cells, just like when you have a farm that makes fruit from a tree, you don't want to plant a new tree every week, you want a tree that gives you a lot of fruit. And this is what they're trying to do with meat. And so what do they find? Well, there's something called an immortalized cell, also known as a HeLa cell, HeLa after Henrietta Lacks, who sometime in the 1950s had cervical cancer, and they removed her cancer cells, put them in a Petri dish to see how long they continue replicating and they're still replicating today so if you've already started to read in between the lines you may guess where I'm going with this that they realize the best source for fast replicating cells to make lab grown meat that you're going to eat are cancer and pre-cancer cells that means taking cancerous and pre-cancerous cells literally putting them as the base and having those replicate to continue as a fastest possible pace produce the meat that you're going to. Eat. the British have never
6: faced justice that is why they still run around the world pretending to tell us what to do. You know, one of the most painful statements that I ever heard in my life was from a British, former British Prime Minister, Tony Blair, when he said that Africa is a scar on the conscience of the world. How dare he? It is because we have never asked them to answer for their atrocities the day they do they will know that we are truly angry they have never and that is why some of us are very serious about this whole idea of reparations and proper apology we have never apologized as an individual if you're in a position of leadership be mentally agile To know when you are being misled because the president of ukraine in my view was an actor and he acted as a president and many times when i listened to him he still thinks he's acting which is tragic because he is now acting but real people are dying real people are dying ukraine has become a theater in my view where nato is testing its weapons and Immunizing him from listening to people who would guide him to stop that war. If he stopped listening, if he stopped listening to NATO and the Joe Bidens of this world, let me tell you that war would end in a month. But they are encouraging. They are telling him, "Go on. We are going to supply with F-16s and drones and all these things." So it is incumbent upon any person in position, in a position of leadership to determine what kind of advice you receive and what kind of advice
1: First, the French said, well, you see, we built a few schools, a few a few roads, uh, a few hospitals taught you about the fork and knife and sitting on a table and eating with utensils. We're going to call that the colonial debt. And for that you shall pay to be between. In addition you will deposit 85% of your bank reserves with the Minister of Finance, the French Minister of Finance. Collectively, the Minister of Finance, the French Minister of Finance will take all your deposits. It was 85% back then, it's now down to about 60. The French Minister will invest that money in the French stock exchange under the french name you may or may not know the returns today france is taking out of africa francophone africa over 500 billion dollars over 500 billion dollars we the africans the poor countries we're giving france over 500 billion dollars a year year in year out and no one is talking about it. The latest figures are saying for every $14 billion that France takes out of Africa, by the time they finish investing it, they are realizing upwards of $300 billion for every $14 billion. So in actuality, France is taking out of Africa trillions of dollars year in,
6: year out. Vietnam doesn't have anything. There's no such thing as autism in 1975, in year 2000, year 2001. There's no such thing. When Vietnam signed the WHO... We had, when Vietnam signed into the international monetary fund, the banking system, Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation introduced the vaccination program into Vietnam. Now Vietnam has over a 300% rise in autism.
8: It's quite a bargain, even if you only look at what it can do. Uh, to help during a pandemic, but those investments can also help us improve health on a much broader basis. Uh, So the mRNA vaccine can be used for TB and HIV, Uh, you know, we're very excited about that. Uh, We've been funding mRNA for over 10 years and now it's, you know, accelerated its development and getting those early warning systems in, uh, that'll improve health all over the world. So uh, this time, I
2: think people will pay attention.
3: Hmm. Your letter also goes really through
7: a whole bunch of influences from the movie Contagion to Winston. They came and they
6: came with churches to soften African hearts. They came with education to indoctrinate their minds. They came with hostels to make them healthy for purposes of exploitation. Why do I give this history, I give this history that you may understand why, even in this day and age, young Africans want to leave the continent. Why do they want to leave the continent? Because our African countries are still producers of primary goods. Cote d'Ivoire and Ghana are the largest producers of cocoa. But who makes the chocolate? The Swiss, the Belgians, minerals. The Democratic Republic of Congo is the largest producer of coltan, which is found in every mobile telephone. Who makes the mobile telephone? It is Korea, it is the United States, it's Canada, it is Norway, it is Finland, it is Sweden so where? so the reason why young men and women are running away is because africa african continent and african countries do not create opportunities and who is to be blamed we can blame everybody else but
5: we must also blame ourselves I don't know if you've heard of the book Toxic Charity by Robert Lupton, but he talks about five steps to dependency. If you give something to somebody once, they'll appreciate it. If you give the same thing to that person again, they'll anticipate that you're going to do it a third time. If you give it a third time, they're going to have an expectation that you'll do it a fourth. If you give it a fourth time, they'll feel entitled to it and a fifth time, they'll be dependent on you for it. It's appreciation, anticipation, expectation, entitlement, and dependency. I have seen that downward track for far too many people. And after more than 20 years of working among the poor, and now working with leaders across the nation in various cities who are also fighting poverty, I'm convinced that we are in a national crisis of dependency. Africa the United, United, United Nations. a company called for Publishing
12: to uh, write out the philosophical underpinnings of the United Nations. She turned it into something called Lucis Trust, which still to this day exists at the United Nations as a meditation room with a big, big black cube in the middle and a thousand points of light coming through the roof. And she wrote the 10 rules for the one world government which still exists at the United Nations today. And they are, okay, take God and prayer out of education. Number two, reduce parental authority over children. Number three, destroy the traditional Christian family structure. Number four, if sex is free, make abortion easy and legal. Five, make divorce easy and legal, free people of the concept of traditional marriage. Six, make homosexuality the alternative lifestyle. Seven, debase art, make it run mad. Eight, use media to promote and change mindset. Nine, create an interfaith movement without God and 10 get governments to make all these laws and get the churches to endorse them um let's just say the one thing not welcome at the united nations is god we
13: discovered that the vaccine they were using was actually a fertility regulating vaccine that who had uh, spent almost 20 years investigating from 1972 to 1992. This is uh, funded by WHO, developed, and then disappears off the market. And the first time it appears is in 1993 in South America. They could clandestinely sterilize women without telling them that the injection they're giving them is not the normal tetanus, but rather a fertility-regulating tetanus that they had produced, very evil. And an organization of this stature, behaving like this uh, would tell you that it would be a madman who would believe them if they came back. Now, the the kind of pictures we see or what we see in clinical practice, uh, if women have been given these vaccines, is an increase in uh, idiopathic infertility where you have a normal um, man and a normal woman you investigate them for infertility they are totally normal but they won't conceive a child and those are usually the ones with very high levels of the anti-hcg antibodies the other thing we notice is irregular periods for women who are trying to conceive uh, we also notice that uh, there is a, an increase in um, failed pregnancies or what we call blighted ovum. Women who conceive and when you do your first ultrasound, maybe 7-8 weeks, you find the, an empty sac. The baby never formed because something was attacking uh, the placenta as it tried to form. Uh, and then uh, the, a lot of threatened pregnancies, threatened abortions with early bleeding, uh, bleeding in early pregnancies. And then uh, some strange outcomes of pregnancies like premature labor, premature rupture of membranes, babies dying in the womb, um, and premature separation of the placenta. So, those are the kind of things that you see in clinical practice.
5: I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police could kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got a ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'd be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep tooling me. me. Uh, I came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'm going to show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Because they telling niggas what to say now. guilty to want to hear the truth try to act defending shit pitiful if i was you i'd be miserable this war we fighting is spiritual in other words i'm doing god's work when i turn thoughts into art my words fly like darts work Specifically designed to hit the target They don't even want to teach history The way it's meant to be Because the shit is hardest. I might not change the world But it's a chance I can spark the brain That's gonna get it started Many die for me to walk like this For me to talk like this Was the piece of mark uh, Got my eyes behind the scope And I ain't taking number but headshots I got great aim But my 4-5 still came with a red dot. I got in this game And I put
0: this bitch in the headlock